0: Section 83 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nemo The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Olcott Prince Fireshine and Prince Firefade. Japanese Myth In Japan, in days long gone by, there once dwelt two brothers. The elder was named Prince Fireshine, and the younger, Prince Firefade. Prince Fireshine liked the sea, and daily caught fish of all kinds. Prince Firefade was a hunter, and shot much game, big and little. One day, Prince Firefade said, my brother, lend me your fishhook, and today I will go fishing. Do you take my bow and arrows and hunt in my stead? So shall we find out who is the luckier. At first, Prince Fireshine refused, but when his brother pressed him hard, he consented and lent him his fishhook. Then, taking the bow and arrows, he went hunting. At night, when they returned home, Prince Fireshine, who had shot nothing all day, gave up the bow and arrow sullenly and demanded back his fishhook. Now, poor Prince Firefade had had no luck and had lost the fishhook into the bargain. You promised to return my hook, said Prince Fireshine in a rage, and my hook I will have. So, Prince Firefade. Much grieved at his brother's harshness, broke his sword into bits, and made five hundred bright hooks, and offered them to him, but he refused them all. Then Prince Firefade made a thousand hooks, and offered them to him, but he said angrily, My own hook I will have, and no other. Thereupon Prince Firefade, weeping bitterly, went down to the shore. As he stood by the sea, there arose from the water an old man, with a long white beard and flowing white hair. Prince Firefade, said he, why do you weep? Because I borrowed my brother's fish-hook, he answered sadly, and lost it. I have offered him a thousand and five hundred bright ones instead, but he has refused them all, saying, Give me back my own. The old man then plaited a boat of seaweed and setting it on the waves said, Get into this, Prince Firefade, and your journey will be pleasant. Soon you will see a palace built of silvery fish scales. It is the abode of the sea king. Near its gate is a well over which droops a cassia tree. Climb into the tree and wait until the sea-king's daughter finds you. So Prince Firefade sprang into the boat. Immediately it dived beneath the foam, and descending deeper and deeper, rested on the ocean floor. Then he got out of the boat, and walked until he beheld the sea-king's palace glittering like a thousand fishes. Over the well bent the cassia tree, and into its branches he climbed. Soon the handmaidens of the prince's rich gem came bearing jeweled vases with which to draw water. They saw the handsome youth in the tree, and ran and told their mistress. She hastened to the spot, and, after giving Prince Firefade one look, exclaimed, Why, he is handsomer than my father! So she hurried to her father and said that a beautiful young man was sitting in the cassia tree. The sea king went to look for himself and liked Prince Firefade's face so well that he invited him into the palace. There the servants seated him on a pile of silken carpets and prepared a fine banquet for him. After which the sea king gave him the Princess Richgem in marriage. So he dwelt in the Sea King's palace for three years. Now, at the end of that time, Prince Firefade suddenly thought of his brother and the lost fishhook and sighed deeply. Why do you sigh, my son-in-law? asked the Sea King. Tell me, too, what brought you hither to my kingdom? So Prince Firefade told him how his brother had pressed him to return the hook as he had promised. Thereupon the sea-king hastily summoned all the fishes of the world to appear before him. They came swimming up, thousands and thousands of them, gold and silver fishes, red, green, blue, and yellow ones, and assembled respectfully before his throne. The sea-king asked them if they had found Prince Fireshine's hook all the fishes replied the tie-fish has complained lately of something sticking in her throat so that she cannot eat doubtless it is the hook then the sea-king commanded the tie-fish to open her mouth she did so and there was prince fireshine's hook all safe and sound so they took it out and gave it to prince firefade Who immediately made preparations to depart as he was leaving the sea-king pressed a flashing jewel into his hand saying this is the jewel of the flowing tide if at any time your elder brother attacks you hold this in your hand and the tide will advance and drown him then he pressed another flashing jewel into his hands saying again this is the jewel of the ebbing tide If, when your brother is drowning, he repents, hold this in your hand, and you will save him. After which, the sea-king called a crocodile, and commanded him to take Prince Firefade on his back, and carry him safely to his home. He did so, and in a few minutes, Prince Firefade was standing before his own house. Prince Fireshine met him sullenly. And snatching the hook from him, carried it into the house, Strange to say, from that very time, ill-luck attended all that Prince Fireshine did, and soon he became so poor that he had nothing to eat. This is all your fault, he cried one day to Prince Firefade. It is you who have brought all this misfortune upon me and drawing his knife he attacked him. Then Prince Firefade took the jewel of the flowing tide into his hand. Then the great waves came rolling in and began to drown Prince Fireshine, who cried out, Save me! Save me, O my brother! I have done very wrongly! So Prince Firefade took the jewel of the ebbing tide in his hand, and the waves drew back into the sea again. When Prince Fireshine saw that he was saved, he fell at Prince Firefade's feet, saying humbly, You have rescued me. Henceforth I will serve you faithfully. Night and day will I be your guard. End of section 83